Today on Rooted Daily, we talk about the gifts we can receive from God. Welcome to Rooted Daily, the podcast where in 10 minutes or less each day, we root you in the Bible so you can grow with God. I'm Brandon Levy, and over the holidays, a lot of us are participating in the tradition of gift giving. We're going out to malls or shopping on Amazon to find a gift that shows we care about the recipient, that we know something that would put a smile on their face, and that we search and we search until we find that perfect intentional gift. God has done the same for us. Galatians chapter 4 says, what I'm saying is that as long as an heir is underage, he's no different from a slave, although he owns the whole estate. The heir is subject to guardians and trustees until the time set by his father. So also, when we were underage, we were in slavery under the elemental spiritual forces of the world. But when the set time had fully come, God sent his son, born of a woman, born under the law, to redeem those under the law, that we might receive adoption to sonship. Because you are his sons, God sent his spirit of his son into our hearts, the spirit who calls out, Abba, Father. So you are no longer a slave, but God's child. And since you are his child, God has made you also an heir. So when the time came, God sent his son so that we could be redeemed. We could receive the perfect gift, the inheritance of God. We were once in slavery to sin, the elemental spiritual forces of the world, But then he came to adopt us so that we could claim that gift that's only offered to God's children. So today, we're going to talk about three facets of that incredible gift that Jesus came to earth to give us. And the first part of the gift is peace. You realize one of the reasons Jesus was born was to bring peace to the earth. That's what the angel said. Glory to God in the highest and on earth peace among those with whom he is pleased in Luke 2.14. And that's what Isaiah declared, for unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given, and the government shall be upon his shoulder, and his name shall be called Wonderful, Counselor, the Mighty God, the Everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace, of the increase of his government and peace, there shall be no end, Isaiah 9, 6 through 7. And these were the proclamations before and at his birth, but we know, and God knows, that this is hard to wrap our minds around. I mean, earth hasn't been the most peaceful place to be down through history. Jesus knew there would be conflicts and pain and anguish on earth. He said, nation will rise against nation and kingdom against kingdom in Matthew 24, 7. And he told his disciples in this world, you will have trouble in John 16, 33. So as long as we live in this world, there's going to be wars and conflicts and troubles and heartaches. But that's not the kind of peace Jesus was promising. Jesus wasn't promising to give us peace that was based on our circumstances. He was promising a peace in spite of our circumstances. Jesus said, peace I leave with you, my peace I give to you, not as the world gives do I give to you in John 14, 27. God's gift to us is different than what the world offers. And in fact, Paul writes, the peace of God transcends all understanding. So, God's first and carefully planned gift for us is this incredible peace that goes beyond what any of us can even comprehend. Second, God freely offers his gift of love by giving us a new heart. 
God promised his people all along that he would give his children a new heart. Ezekiel 36, 26 says, I'll give you a new heart and a new spirit I will put within you. I will remove the heart of stone from your flesh and give you a heart of flesh. Jeremiah 24, 7 says, I'll give them a heart to know that I am the Lord and they shall be my people and I will be their God for they shall return to me with their whole heart. God promised to change our hearts. And he gives us that new heart today because he knows how badly we need it. The heart is at the root of all sorts of our problems. Ephesians 4, 17 through 19 says, Now this I say and testify in the Lord, that you must no longer walk as the Gentiles do in the futility of their minds. They're darkened in their understanding alienated from the life of God because of the ignorance that is in them due to the hardness of their heart. They become callous and have given themselves up to sensuality, greedy to practice every kind of impurity. God was telling his people, you know, hardened heart lies at the very center of all of our problems. In fact, God drives home that fact that we all suffer from a heart disease, we could call it. For example, Proverbs 29 declares, who can say I've kept my heart pure? I am clean and without sin. And Jesus said, out of men's hearts come evil thoughts, sexual immorality, theft, murder, adultery, greed, malice, deceit, lewdness, envy, slander, arrogance, and folly. All these evils come from inside and make a man unclean in Mark 7, 21 through 23. So God gives us a new heart because we all need one. It's a practical gift. As it says in Romans 3, 23, all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. A new heart is God's carefully planned and willing gift to us. The third part of this incredible gift is life. You know, Jesus was born in a manger over 2,000 years ago to give us the gift of eternal life. As Hebrews 2.14 said, Jesus came to deliver all those through fear of death were subject to lifelong slavery. People fear death. It's no surprise. The Bible teaches us that we were not created to die. We weren't made to inhabit a grave. It wasn't natural. It's not the way things should be. And that's why the thought of death has such an impact on us. It creates all these terrible emotions because the idea of simply ceasing to exist, to, to rot in a grave, isn't what is planned for us. Death isn't what we were created for. Jesus said, truly, truly, I say to you, whoever hears my word and believes him who sent me has eternal life. He does not come into judgment, but is passed from death to life in John 5, 24. Romans 6, 23 tells us that the wages of sin is death, but the free gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. And of course, John 3, 16 says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whoever believes in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. You see, the reason Jesus came, the reason he was born of a woman, born under the law, as Galatians put it, was so that we would no longer be slaves, but children. The inheritance we can now claim as the adopted children of God offers a peace that transcends understanding, a heart made new, an abundant life. You couldn't imagine a better gift than that. That'll do it for this episode of Rooted Daily, and I'm looking forward to sitting down and talking with you next time. Hey, thanks for watching this episode of Rooted Daily. We're praying that you're growing with us as we study the Bible and use God's word as our only foundation. 
If you appreciate this content and want to make sure that others see it, subscribe to the podcast on your favorite app and hit the share button. Most importantly, if you're ready to take the next step, repent, be baptized, and hand over your life to Jesus, shoot me an email to brandon at rooteddaily.com right now.